Hello, welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a fictional biology podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction from some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay, and she's Sarah, and we are marine biologists in recovery, and today we're dusting off our marine biology skills and to talk about Aquaman. Yay! Oh man, oh man, oh man. So, Lindsay and I went to see Aquaman. Uh-huh, and it was a thing that happened. Yep. Everybody's like, how was it? And I'm like, um, that's a complicated question. Yeah. <laughs> Are you rating it on how good Jason Momoa's hair is? 10 out of 10 hairdos. Yes. Are you rating it on how good the plot is? Minus negative. Minus negative. Oh. <laughs> that low. That low. Low it is. Minus negative, I don't even know, contrivances. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but it was really enjoyable. Like, in the moment, I really enjoyed it. I mean, a lot of the time I was rolling my eyes, but it was also like I was laughing at the ridiculousness. It was like, we had a really fun night. Yeah, that's true. And it, there was definitely so, laughing at parts where they were not supposed to be, you weren't supposed to be laughing. Yeah, I don't care. Me neither. <laughs> I yeah I really enjoyed myself I thought parts of it were really good um aside from the hair and the abs I did think that Jason Momoa did like a really good job like he I agree yeah he was funny and ridiculous when he needed to be but like when he was trying to be serious it wasn't like you were laughing at him trying to be serious he'd be like yeah he was yeah. definitely trying to be in a real movie yes yeah. it just wasn't quite a real movie yeah but but, but, it was fun, and it was relevant to my interests, mm-hmm. and had some really great um, fodder for discussion for this podcast, let's say. <laughs> I was going to say great science, but you'll hear. <laughs> it was rough. Um, so yeah, heads up, we're going to spoil it. Honestly, though, like, the plot is not the reason that you go watch this movie. No. Like, it's just not. Um, It was, plot-wise and enjoyment-wise, vastly better than all the other recent DC movies, in my opinion, other than Wonder Woman, probably. But um, I think I had, well, I don't know. I really enjoyed Wonder Woman the first time. I didn't like it as much on rewatch, so that's kind of tainted it. So it's hard to compare now. But yeah. It was more funny and more fun than Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Although Wonder yeah. Woman had funny parts. It did. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I was there. I'm also tainted by our second watch. But... Yeah, when we could like barely make it through. Um, so I figure, I don't really know where to start because there's a lot of biology in this movie. Um, both vaguely accurate and really special. Um, but I did find a really funny article on Sci-Fi Wire that Lindsay will link, um, where they rank the, what is it, the top seven battle creatures. So it's mostly like the ones from, um, the main, the huge battle scenes towards the end. But, um, I thought it was cool. Mainly I like this because it, um, tells us what other people are coming up with the names of them for so um i figured we can sort of talk about those and then talk about like a bit of their actual 
biology, like what they might be based on, rather than just like the A movie ones that were extremes. Um, so at number seven, they put the battle lobsters, um, <laughs> which those are the creatures from the brine, and they. I don't. I don't know if it's this article came up with battle lobsters or if that's like what they're called in the script, but they're super not lobsters. They're way more like gigantic isopods. Yeah. Is it isopods? Yeah. Isopods are dorsally, ventrally flattened, right? Yes. And copepods are laterally flattened? Yes. So these are, are, these are isopods. Yeah. Gigantic isopods. So isopods are like, um, teeny tiny crustaceans like krill and um, that kind of stuff would fall into the isopod neck of the woods. They're crustaceans, so hard-shelled things like crabs and lobsters and shrimp and prawns, but different ones. So yeah, and so they have lots of little tiny legs and they have the articulated um, shell and that. Um, they were pretty cool. It was fun to see them because they looked pretty other than their size, pretty accurate. Yeah, and it's one of those things where if you're looking for creatures from the sea that look hardcore, yeah, like those are pretty good ones. Those yeah. I would get like a gumboot chitin yeah. in there. Although Actually, also lobsters. Lob- yeah, lobsters are scary, and then if you made them extra big, they'd be really, really scary. But like lobsters yeah. have gigantic claws, so that would be even more terrifying. No, there's yeah. tons of like, um, uh, I remember doing um, invertebrate zoology and you have to look at all the different larval stages of all of these things and like larval clams I think it was like they're teeny tiny um like microscopic plankton that float around and there's all these different larval stages that are I mean you're really glad that they're really small because if they were big they would be really scary because <laughs> they're like they're armored and to protect them from I don't know slightly larger plankton and <laughs> They, um, yeah, they just kind of like float or swim around and they are kind of crazy looking. So, yeah. Yeah. Man, if I was designing an underwater world, I would totally have swimming scallops like at my gate. Oh, yeah. They'd they mess you up. direction, but yeah. they would go up and they would get you. Yeah. And they like are really responsive. <laughs> yeah. 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 And then, and then they then would just have like... a giant, giant climb moat, of course, because giant climbs giant... will fuck you up. Yes, giant climbs will. Um, yeah, like, for the most part, most invertebrates are small, and that is a good thing, because if they were big, they would be way scarier than, like, anything else under the sea. Which is why no one should make fun of giant clams. No, giant clams are scary! Um, That is a whole other podcast. Yes, when we talk about the fictional movies with real biology that we dream of. (laughs) One day. And by fictional movies, I mean they don't exist, not that they are stories. Um, brilliant we're just not filmmakers um okay and then at number six they put really big sharks um so the armored sharks was definitely like high on a lot of why i wanted to watch this movie Mm -hmm. um how did you feel find about feel about the sharks they're fine i don't really know why sharks need armor well it's more that they the Atlanteans ride them, right? So they need, like, yes, a harness. And then they also shoot laser beams. So mm-hmm. <laughs> they need something to strap the laser beams so guess, onto. Yeah, I guess they need something from to protect against laser beams. If I, yes. I was a shark, I would want um, safety goggles? Yes, please. Yeah, yes. but, like, other than that, my skin is pretty tough. 
Like, yeah. you'd have to come right up and spear me, which you could still do if you have armor. You just have to get in. Yeah. Yeah, like, because they're uh, not that armored. It, yeah. Like, looking at this photo, it seems like their heads are kind of armored. Like, they have a helmet, and then they have, like, a, a saddle thing. Yeah. Like, I understand saddles, but... Yeah. Other but than it, that... Yeah, but their whole body's not armored. It's more a helmet, so, yeah, it probably does protect yeah. their eyes. I would ra- ride my giant shark up to somebody and just rub it back and forth. Yeah. Like, uh-huh, just, how like, do you like that? How do you like that rug burn? Well, I guess it would be like shark those? burn. Denticles. Uh-huh. <laughs> Denticles. Yeah, so um, shark skin. I feel like we might have talked about this. Probably in Jaws. In Jaws. But yeah, shark skin is um, covered in these uh, scale-like structures called denticles. And dent, like dentist, um, they're little teeny tiny teeth all over their skin. Yep. <laughs> Which makes them Very super smooth scratchy. one way and not smooth the other way. Yeah, like like a cat's tongue, but way worse. Yes. Also, <laughs> don't pet sharks. Yeah, no. Unless they are friends. Yeah, exactly. Um, at number five, it says, normal orcas. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is probably the biggest spoiler alert of all. Yes. There's one orca that shows up at the end. Yeah. And we don't know why. It just, like, swims through the... I'm like, were they there for the battle, or were they just maybe, passing just through? I don't know. I don't know. Who knows? Um, oh, it's the favored Mount of Mira. Did she ride one? Oh, yeah, she was no, riding one. I think one. it came and it, like, took her away. Yeah, like, so, yeah, she yeah. opportunistically rode one, maybe. Unless, I maybe in the comic book she rides them more. I have no yeah, idea. Maybe. <laughs> Honestly, the most menacing sight. This is quoting from that article. Honestly, the most menacing sight in Aquaman might be an orcapod lining up to fight, unadorned and unmoved. Just like, what's that? You have la- a laser? Cool, bro. We don't need lasers. We have millennia of evolution and the remorseless instincts of an intelligent apex predator. <laughs> <laughs> Which basically, yeah. 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 Um, at number four, these were, I think, my faves were the sea dragons. So yes, these were like I love them. gigantic, like leafy sea dragon. Yes, I'm biased because things. I love sea dragons. I do love so. sea dragons. Um, we'll maybe put a picture of or like an article about leafy sea dragons in mm-hmm. the show notes. Um, Lindsay, tell us about leafy sea dragons. Oh, I don't. They're related to seahorses. Yeah. Neither of which are horses or dragons. They're both technically fish. Yes. Um. So they're very similar in that cliche things that you know about sea horses where yeah. they, the males produce the young and all of that kind of stuff they're found only in Australia uh, warm waters for sure there's, there's one species that's yeah mainly found in Australia there's like a few there's leafy sea dragons and then there's there's other kinds there's other ones too but yeah, yeah. like there's yeah the, the coolest ones are the ones that are found off the mm-hmm. south coast of yeah, Australia so they look like if seahorses had limbs and that yes. were covered in leaves, basically. Yeah. They definitely look like they should be in um, Fantastic Beasts and where to find them. Oh, the man. Book. Yeah, they actually kind of look like the undersea version of, oh, no. Whatever um, that, the cool, jumpy, stick insecty. y Bow trunkles? Yeah. Yeah, a little but, bit. Yeah. They kind of look like undersea bow trunkles. They're really, yeah. really cute. They're with the horse, best. With horsey faces. Yeah, with horsey faces. Um... Yeah, I mean, most of what I know about um, seahorses is, yeah, I mean, other than the basics, is, like, that they're really, really hard to keep in aquariums, because they only like to eat live food, and the food they like to eat alive is really expensive, 
and they're really picky about um, water quality. So <laughs> most of the places that are able to keep, and then, so seahorses are hard and leafy sea dragons are even harder. Um, so most of the places that end up keeping them are places like adjacent to where they are from, or, or I guess facilities that have a lot of money. Um, because they can then just like pipe, pump the water in because they eat um, like really tiny plankton and stuff. So they can just like scoop up wild water and give it to them basically. So, um, yeah, but these ones are giant, big enough for people to ride on. The Kingdom of Zabel, Zabel? Um, sure. rides them. Yeah, and they're weird, though, because they've also got legs. Yeah, so they were a little bit strange. Yeah, they're more like, they almost look like this, like, seahorse version of, like, a pegasus. Yes. <laughs> like they've got wings and they've got legs and they're fish because they've got like their wings are fins um mm-hmm. and they wear cool helmets yeah and i liked them a lot me too yeah i liked them a lot um at number three were the trench monsters which were like the creepy things that jump onto the ship um when they get to the trench um and it's, oh yeah this article speculates that they're not actually fish they're more like another race of atlanteans because like there's all the different races of atlanteans um Mm -hmm. i don't know do you have anything to say about these guys they're creepy yeah and they yeah i didn't like them yeah they were just really creepy they weren't really that i don't know sciencey they were just like more horror yeah i was more distracted by the fact that um mira was wearing normal clothes and then when they started to attack she was wearing her um, soup thing again. Yes, yeah. that was super weird. Yeah, but Aquaman hadn't changed. I don't know. He, yeah, I don't know either. Anyways, um, at number two, and this is probably for me, anyways, like the most effective biological creature was a there was a big in with the armored sharks was a big um, armored uh, Tylosaurus, which is a um, species of Mosasaur. So they're like huge extinct um, underwater lizards. Yeah. Yeah. They lived at the time of dinosaurs, but they are not dinosaurs. No. But they are crazy. What is the difference between a monosaur and an ichthyosaur? Um, just like different groups of things. I think the mosasaurs were way bigger and like lived at a different time. Ichthyosaurs, I think, were later. I don't know. Okay. I could be wrong on that. It's just, you know, it's like, what's the difference between like dinosaurs and not dinosaurs like yeah some. but yeah and oh i think ichthyosaurs yeah they weren't as big and they didn't have like the big um pelvic fins as far as i remember like just oh yeah back looking really, things yeah they don't really have fins um yeah whereas these have like big um not pelvic fins front fins what are front fins called pectorals. pectoral fins i'm like what is that word Man, bad biology. Um, yeah, so they have the big... Just pe- stare at Jason Momoa and it, then you'll figure it out. You will. Yeah. Don't worry. Um, yeah, big pectoral fins like a humpback, except instead of humpback faces, they have sharp lizard teeth and yeah. lizard faces. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. This one was cool. It's what the king rides. Yeah, I like so, them. Yeah, it was good. It was good. And then at number one isn't really a biology biological creature it's like the carathin which was like the lava monster um 
in the end. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, she was more of like a person-y thing than a yeah. biological creature. And a random hybrid of crustaceans and octopus? Yeah, and like all, yeah. Yeah, she had like octopus parts and then like a crustacean head and very, yeah, very, um, very Lovecrafty and Kraken kind of thing. And then in this article, learned something very crazy that it was voiced by Julie Andrews. Because, yeah, apparently they just wanted to throw all the money at this movie. Yep. <laughs> awesome, awesome. Um, in the battle, were there any creatures that you remember that, uh, or like in any of the battle scenes that you we didn't talk about yet? I don't think so. Yeah. Those were pretty much the main ones that were cool. I liked, as we discussed before, I liked that there was a wide variety. They weren't just sharks. Yeah, I liked that there too. Was and lots like of different things that they were. Yeah, the using. invertebrates definitely got some love, which always makes me happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and like, it was cool. Sort of the coming, like the different um, races of Atlanteans or the different species of Atlanteans, like brought their own, like, stuff from their own various ecosystems together, so that was neat, like, to be able to see, like, oh, these ones, I mean, and it makes sense both biologically and also narratively, like, oh, these creatures have that sort of, like, greenish-gold color, so they go with this group, and these ones are, like, reddish, lava, blacky-brown color, so they go here, like, um, both, like, from an ecosystem standpoint and also from a storytelling, not confusing your viewers standpoint, it totally makes sense. It was well done. Yeah. Like, and, you know, and the thing is, is that part you expect should be CG. So yeah. it's fine. It's a uh-huh. big CG battle, and it's fun because this time it's under the sea. Exactly. It's the other random CG that is oh my gosh. problem. Like, how many CG scenes of Mara leaping over um, roofs? Like, Aladdin, do we need? Yeah. One would or have been just, enough, but a hundred yeah. seems unnecessary. Yeah. Or just, like, random, very short land fights. Yeah. Where, like, I know, there's stunt people exist. Yeah. Like, you don't have to make them CG. I think, like, this is my main issue with DC, is that they're yeah. like, no, if these, uh, CGI makes it better, which is not true. Yeah, and, like, instead of um, having, I mean, and maybe they did, and they just over-tuned the CGI, but, like, armored creatures fighting on land, like, these sort of white, I don't know, like, ghosty-looking things came mm. at some point on land. And, like, they might have had done motion capture underneath them, but, like, it didn't seem like it, because just the way they moved was so, like... Yeah, it was so CG. And, like, some of it was was bad CG, like... Yeah. Titanic people walking CG. Yeah, and then it's, like... I don't know. They would have done better to have a body double do Nicole Kidman stunts and then put her yeah. face on, like, in uh, the ice skating movie. Yes, I, Tanya. I, Tanya. Yeah, where they, yeah. like, did an amazing job of putting mm-hmm. Margot Robbie's face on actual figure skating when they needed to. Yeah, and um, even not, the, like, the end where she's there and she runs across the pier to the guy, yeah. that was CG, and I'm like, you can't get Nicole Kidman and this other guy to run on a pier? Yeah. And film it? Like, you're going to have to film it from a helicopter, but that's probably going to be one of the cheapest things you're going to do. Yeah. Like, come on. And, like, I don't know. I think they're trying to make it seem, like, otherworldly and whatever, but mostly it just seems, like, unnecessary. Yeah. Yeah. And 
distracting. Um, what other cool creatures did you spot, Lindy? Well, there, as a giant cetacean nerd, there were, aside from the random orca, (laughs) there were some dolphins, because you can't have a movie in the ocean without having, um, porpoising dolphins. It's against the law. Yeah. Um, and then there were humpbacks, or... (laughs) humpback like whales <laughs> and yes. aside from the one random workout which is technically a dolphin don't at me um those were the only whales in the ocean yes and they were everywhere including super deep by underwater lava which yes. is impossible and well, maybe by off- iceland but i think that they'd be smart enough to stay away from the lava yeah <laughs> and so they were like they were always there. They were always in really large groups. Huh? Um, it, they weren't singing, which is good, because that's pretty cliche. Yeah. And then at one point, Aquaman and Mira gets in, get in there in one of those mouths, uh-huh. very Pinocchio style. Like, yes. they reference Pinocchio, but it's a humpback, not a sperm whale? Yeah, and like, I mean, compare the head size of yeah. humpbacks and sperm whales, like, it's more probable that people would fit in the sperm whale's mouth um mm-hmm. and also compare the size of pinocchio and jason momoa jason momoa yeah <laughs> like um, one bicep yeah like if, we're gonna, if you're gonna <laughs> compare being in the mouth of a humpback you have to have to compare to nemo but you can't because disney is owns marvel so that yes. doesn't work <laughs> um yeah was... but yeah it was um but i guess my counter to that is it could they could just be humpbacks or, sorry, other whales that live in Atlantis only that just kind of look like humpbacks, but are way better. Yes. And that could be very true. It's just, like, maybe they spent so much time designing the legs on the sea dragons that they're like, oh, crap, we need whales. And then Let's just... draw the one that's the simplest to draw. Yeah. And, and then copy-paste. <laughs> put it everywhere. Yeah. I think that's most likely. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Um, other than that, for creatures, I think that's it. But I did have... One thing, one of the plot points for the villain, which, you know, villains, yeah. is um, to attack the land because humans are horrible and they've been polluting the ocean, which oh, is very, very gosh. true. Yes. Um, uh, but his arguments are poorly um, argued because he's yes. like, in the last century, they've been doing all this and he lists all the stuff that was happening in the 18th century. So maybe they wrote this movie in 1995. I don't know. Maybe. Um, and then he's like, yes, they kill their whales, but then they, all of these people, underwater people, then take, use animals against their will uh-huh. to go into battle for them. Yeah, so, and I'm pretty sure some of them died. Yeah, I'm not saying that humans are resolved, absolved, because they're not, and I'm pretty sure they use real footage, of, like, it's the only real footage in the movie is of the trash floating in the ocean, so, woo, yeah, no need to CGI that, um, but... You know. Yeah, but like who from Atlantis is going around the deep sea floor bottom and picking up like the bits of armor and mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, that was burying the sharks and Yeah, and yeah. 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 Yeah, no, like not that humans are any better, but it's like, oh yeah. humans are destroying the ocean. Yeah, so are you. Like Yeah, like you have like your own old all your crazy ships in there. Like that's not polluting the ocean. Yeah. Because basically Atlantis looks basically like underwater um, 
Wakanda. Like, it's very technology-focused. And also Asgard, because they stole the Rainbow Bridge, 100%. Like, it's a rainbow, long bridge. Yeah, but it's underwater, so it's different. Yeah, it's like the super long rainbow bridge leading into Asgard, except it's Wakanda, and it's underwater. Yes, and therefore, stealable. Some of the people working for DC were sneaking Marvel movie watches. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, Crazy. So... Yeah, that was, like, my plot issue was, mm-hmm. like, I understand, but let's argue it better. And then, of course, the other villain, Black Manta, had just generic daddy issues. Ugh. So, I it didn't even make sense. Ugh. But, he was whatever. annoying. Yeah. Yeah, especially because it was just, ugh. Yeah. But I it mean, did come up with my two favorite two of my favorite parts which both happened within like five minutes of each other at the beginning (laughs) which were he gets on the submarine with his evil pirate buddies which first of all is that lucrative to be a pirate on prey on submarines because that's dangerous yeah aren't there enough ships in the world to pirate yeah and like what were they trying to steal from that submarine i think the boat well, oh no! They were tra- yeah, they were trying to steal the actual was, submarine. Yeah. Yeah, he wanted. He was using it to um, use the fake attack so that. Um, right. Yes, I forgot that part. Yeah. Brother, blonde brother guy with his French twist. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. Um, anyway, his, his hair can't be flowy because then we might get confused and think oh, he's yes. Jason Momoa. That's definitely the case. Yeah. Totally. 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 Yeah. Anyways, you were talking about your favorite part. Oh, yeah, so they get on the boat, on the submarine, and then they start shooting guns, and I'm just like, obviously nobody in this movie has ever watched Hunt for Red October, because some things in here don't react well to bullets. Come on, people, don't shoot guns at a submarine if they're shooting things at a plane. Yeah. Like, you just are asking to die. Yeah. But they were magic bullets that only shot people. True. And just enough that they could still talk. Exactly, and these poor generic Eastern European people. They're still their sailor caps. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody wears those since 2018. Maybe they still do in Eastern Maybe. European navies. Um, yeah. Um, but then the other best part, uh, aside from when Jason Momoa turns around, like jumps on the submarine and says permission to come aboard, and you're like, oh, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> is when the dad of the pirate guy dies spoiler alert mm. because jason momoa lets him die because he's horrible Ugh. even though the pirate guys were like killing all these people on a submarine but it's a jason momoa's fault anyway yeah um and as you could tell like from like three minutes as soon as you met the father who was the guy from er who gave genie aids which is a whole other thing i know i was like oh <laughs> so weird <laughs> uh uh, he like he's dying and he like pulls out his special knife that his grandfather gave him and he gives it to his son and then it just leaned over to Sarah and just he gave him the knife. <laughs> oh, it was so good. Except that it was by bad characters, but it was a great moment in our movie watching experience. In our lives and anybody else who also listens to West Wing Weekly. It's, yeah. Oh, yeah. So good. I'd forgotten about so that part until just yeah. now. Um, and then at the end, I just realized that Nicole Kidman is never really underwater. Maybe it was in her claws, which is a strange thing. 
I'm gonna be in Aquaman, but I'm never gonna be underwater. But then, no, because at the very beginning, she's like, um, and I read a thing where she is actually on, like, laying on the rocks, getting splashed with like massive waves of water, and she actually like she wanted to do it for real. Yeah, so maybe that part was, but she didn't want to be in the CG water. Yeah, because maybe like, it, maybe it's goes, more like she didn't want to do the mocap stuff. Yeah, as much. They go and they find her, mm-hmm. and she's in Jurassic Park. Jurassic underwater. Underwater. Underwater air bubble dress. Isla Newbar. Is yeah. that what it's called? Huh? Yeah. Is it Isla Newbar? I don't know. The island where Jurassic Park is? Oh, yeah, no, that's not a trivia fact that I have in my brain. Yeah, Isla Nub- Nublar. Nublar. Yeah. Anyway, it looks exactly like that. Uh-huh. Even where they like lead up to it and there's a waterfall and you just basically are waiting to hear John Williams yeah. um, score and then uh, David D- Richard Attenborough going, welcome to Jurassic Park. Yeah, but We're instead underwater. you get And there's no dinosaurs, except for that <laughs> trilosaur yeah. later. Which is not yeah. a dinosaur, but you know what I mean. Not a dinosaur, but would have been cool in Jurassic Park. Although they had the whatever they have in Jurassic World. We'll get there eventually. Yes, we will. Um, awesome. One of my, I guess, not favorite plot points, because I think mine were about the same as Lindsay's, or not plot points, moments, I guess. Um, but one of the cool visual things was um, Mara, uh, her like ceremonial cape thing that is made of jellyfish. And then the collar on it is made of these other cool... Um, jelly-like things uh, called Valellas? 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 I don't know. Something like that. Anyways, they are uh, kind of like Portuguese man so they're like these free-floating things that live up on the surface, and they have sort of like a jelly underneath, and then a fairly sturdy, like, bright blue sail. Um, I used to know them, like, by the way, Sailor is what um, I grew up knowing them as, and they're really, really cool. Yeah. They're like they're bright really- blue, and they're like colonial animals. So um, they're like multiple animals that look like one animal rather than one anim- individual. Um, mm-hmm. And they're really cool. So uh, I thought that was neat. And she actually was a pretty cool character. I don't yeah, know. she I had her know. moments, but then yeah. she was, but she was still tropey. Oh, like she not necessarily yeah. in a romantically kind of way, which was fine. Like that's what it is. But yeah. like being married off and. Yeah. yeah. Same with her, Nicole Kidman. Like, she's like, I had to pretend to die so that, because your father. And I'm like, well. Yeah. 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 I yeah. don't know. Anyway, she was, she yeah, had her moments. Like, yeah. She had her moments. And she, like, she didn't really need saving and she got to, like. Yeah, that part's true. Like, participate in the action, not just fighting the other female bad guy characters. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and she could fight on the roof like Aladdin. She was very Aladdin, and we saw that. That was like 20 minutes of my life that I will never yep. get back. <laughs> oh my gosh. That was like the longest scene. Yeah. That was bad. Yeah. Um, yeah, but I liked her garb. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing that was super weird, and it, I think it's like a detail from the comic books, is like you first see it in Nicole Kidman, and then Mara has it, and then you see it on Aquaman once he gets his fancy... Aquaman suit, but like where their belly button is, they have sort of like an A-shaped, yeah, like thing. And I'm like, is that meant to be like A for Atlantis? Is that meant to be like an underwater belly button? 
or is that meant to be their vent cloaca? <laughs> like, <laughs> what's going on? So, I don't know, but I thought yeah. that was interesting. <laughs> it's probably not a cloaca, because he gets one at the end. And also, Nicole Kimmon was able to have a baby in a normal way, I assume. Yeah, no, so I think it's, like, because th- it's, like, on the outside of their clothes, so I think it's, yeah. like, a belt buckle kind of thing. Yeah, it's like a belt buckle with no belt. But it's, like, or... low. Yeah. Like, it, yeah, where it sits, it's like, mm, that could be something else, but, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah, I've noticed it as well, and I was, uh, yeah, I think it's a comic. Thing. Yeah, just, like, a nod to a detail there. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, yep. Um, do you want to talk about Atlantean air breathing? Oh, Confusion? Yeah. Again, oh I'm sure that this is explained in the comics, and also potentially in the movie, and we just missed it because we were too busy staring at uh, Jason Momoa's flowing locks. And laughing at places where we were supposed to be yeah. paying attention. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But some Atlanteans can breathe above water. Yes. With no problem, and not just Aquaman, um, but Mira can, and poor, poor Willem Dafoe, oh. who got sucked into this movie, but I don't know, by blackmail. Yeah. Um, and his his terrifying bun. Man bun. Situation. Yep. Mm-hmm. Can also breathe above water, and that's fine. Yes. But some can't, mm-hmm. um, including his evil half-brother, who just, just has um, not even daddy issues, just little brother I don't know, small penis issues. He's just yeah. so annoying. Yeah. Um, I, I hate him, and he wants to become Ocean Master, which is probably where we started laughing the hardest. Uh-huh. We're, we're like, oh, thing. that's your goal. Okay. <laughs> Let's be Ocean Master. How do you become Ocean Master? You get four other kingdoms to tell you that you are Ocean Master. Like, <laughs> it was ridiculous. Um, anyway, but he can't breathe above water, and I don't know why. Yeah. He doesn't really, like, he has the same dad as mm-hmm. Aquaman, so, like, if his mom was but, under, but, mm. But then he can breathe underwater. Yeah, and then there's, like, above water. continuity thing where, like, he can't breathe above water, and, like, at one point, he ends up above water, and he's, like, gasping, oh, no, wait, Mira makes a, um, underwater cyclone yeah, thing. Yeah, that- and pulls like, air in. Yeah, which is, you know, like, and then The Little Mermaid, where Ursula's doing it, and Ariel's at the bottom. Yeah. And Eric's on the boat, and then he stabs her. Spoiler alert. It's just like that. <laughs> yeah, it's just like that. But he can't breathe, because he's not in the water. Yeah. And, and then he all constantly, like, makes his fake teleporty suits, where he's talking to Black Manta. Uh-huh. Um, and he's got water surrounding his face. Well, I think that was, like, more of a holographic projection. I don't think he's actually there. But all the well, the, this, the other guys were there, and they have, yeah, like, face masks that have water in them. Like, a wetsuit yeah. that yeah, has water. Yeah, because somebody stabs one of them in the water. Yeah, the water comes out of the mask. Yeah. So there's a bunch of people, like, his henchmen, that can't breathe about water. Mm-hmm. And then at the end, in the fight between the three of them or whatever... We don't actually know where they're standing. We think it's on the bottom of a boat that's been turned over at the top of... On, on, and then floating on the surface, I think. Floating on the surface, I think. And he can breathe air, no problem. Yeah, but it also, like it could have been still underwater, but I don't it think so. It could have been, like, that's... Like, the only... Sometimes me. the only way that you could tell if they were or were not underwater was if their hair was flowy or just limp. 
Yeah. But like so it and the, yeah, cuz the water was really they clear. Were, they also were really into floating. Mm-hmm. So, I bet they on at that scene they were, they were standing standing. Yeah. So, and also there were turbines that weren't really making bubbles, so I think they were, were they, above. Were they spinning? I don't think those turbines were no, spinning. They I think they were, yeah. I think they were still. Anyways, yeah, I'm pretty sure they were above the water, but it yes. was very confusing. Yes, um, yes. And, yeah, like, it, I don't know, I guess that's another thing, like, there's all these animals and Atlanteans and people and whatever getting killed by, like, lasers and tritons and stabby things, and the water stays so clear. Yeah, it's incredible. Yeah. And they're able to just, like, swim fast which yes sure and float and yeah. spin around and no but like do all yeah the visibility stays fine despite all yep. blood and guts and... yep very few bubbles no atlantean trash which yeah like they're not gonna put their throw their garbage on the ground but if you're killing sharks their armor's gonna fall off and none yeah. of that's around yeah no it was just weird it yep. was just weird um Anyways, I think, unless Lindsay has anything else to add. No. No. I think that brings us to the end of our um, thrilling discussion of a very strange movie. Yes. <laughs> but honestly, like, if you are if you are at all interested in watching it, I would recommend checking it out. I would suggest going to the theater, because I think if you watched it on a small screen, you would have literally no idea what was going on, because there's, like, yeah. a lot of visual mess. Yeah. Yeah. And I would suggest going to a theater... Where they let you take beer. Yes. Yeah, because that helps. helps. It will make it better. Uh huh. And also, like, yeah, Jason Momoa was surprisingly good. Like, I, I've liked him for a long time since he was on Stargate Atlantis eleven million years ago. Um, but like, yeah, he was he was fun to watch as always, and super ridiculous and quite easy on the eyes. Hmm. Oh, and there was a ton of kiwis. Oh, yeah, so, well, there was um, one it, famous one anyways. Well, one famous one, but, like, a lot of other actors were also Kiwis. Yeah. Um, um, which is fun, because he's, he's just like, this is my movie. I'm going to fill it with my people. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, so, yeah, the Aquaman's dad is um, a pretty famous um, Kiwi actor who's been in... Um, well, Star Wars. Star Wars, yeah, he was Django Fett. Like Django. And then he's been in, like, everything in New Zealand. And I assumed that he was in Lord of the Rings, but according to his IMDb, he was not. But he might have, you know, just popped in. Yeah. He might have been a stunt guy yeah. or um, something. I don't know. He looks really familiar, but it may have been from Django. So. Django Fett. And he was in um, Once Were Warriors and, like, every New Zealand show ever. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he was good. That was cool. I like, like, I like there was guy. actually a, a part where Aquaman comes back online and they do a Maori head oh touch. well yeah it's not i think it's not just maori it's like polynesian no yeah it's a kiwi thing, thing too but yeah. or yeah. polynesian thing mm-hmm. so yeah, i like that yeah because i think i don't think jason momoa is kiwi i think he's like hawaiian i don't know i'll look right now because he was he did a full thing at the aquaman premiere yeah but like other polynesian cultures do hakas as well or true i think they have a different word for it but yeah for it. i do not know Oh, technically it says he's American. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, it says Honolulu, so. Yeah. But, I mean, he, like, yeah, just because he's from Honolulu doesn't mean he's Hawaiian, Hawaiian. 
like native yeah. Hawaiian. He could be some other or something else. I'm not sure. But anyways, yeah, like I think it's cool that he was able to bring a bit of oh, yeah. like his Polynesian. father is native Hawaiian. Yeah, so a bit of Polynesian culture into this mm-hmm. movie because like I think in the comics he's super white. But oh yeah, he's got like ridiculous blonde hair. Yeah, so that was cool. That was cool. Um, yeah, so check it out and let us know what you think and let us know if you have any biology questions. We'd be happy to help them, uh, help you answer them. Lindsay, where can people find us? You can find us at Nature Finds Away on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram and naturefindspodcast.com. Nope, Nature Finds a Pod. Yeah. <laughs> Our website to, and also anywhere you get your podcasts. Yay! Subscribe and rate and review and tell your friends and all that jazz. All that jazz. Awesome. Thanks, thanks, and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.